Hello, everybody. Welcome back. You are listening to the Marketing Freaks Halloween Special. So today I'm joined by Abby, and we are talking through our most spookiest horror-tastic performance marketing horror stories. So really hope you enjoy this one. It's a bit of fun, but also we talk about how to avoid these errors and horrific situations uh, in your accounts. So happy Halloween, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Abby, we're going to be talking about, well, actually, first off, welcome to everybody to our Halloween special. Uh, and we're going to be talking about performance marketing or paid media horror stories. We have a few. And we have a few <laughs> to go through. Um, but also we're going to put a positive spin on it. So here are the horror stories and here's how to avoid experiencing those horror stories yourself. Uh-huh. That's I'm the sure. gist of it, isn't it? So uh, first, the thing I think when we were planning for this, I was thinking, what what keeps me up at night? Like, what What would it be that I would say is like the scariest of scariest mm. to me it's big overspend well i think that's everybody's it's like oh just the thought of it happening yeah yeah horrible because if you if you have a large account and you just let it run wild it could it could take the business down yeah absolutely it can it's scary it is and um you know, thankfully, I think when, when we look at overspend for us, uh, I think when we first started the business and we were small and we were just getting going, there was a couple of like really small little instances of it. And we very, very, very quickly put a load of process in place to be like, this is the one thing we never want to happen. Mm. And because of that, we've been okay. But I'm going to pull up a story <laughs> here, which it was published a while ago. It was an article on Medium published by uh, someone who runs an agency in the US. And the title of the article was The $200,000 Mistake and What We Learned. That literally puts like a pit in my <sighs> stomach. Um, and it was all about an account that, for whatever reason, had been left on. It shouldn't have been left on. And it ended up <laughs> resulting in this $200,000 uh, overspend. And the article's kind of like what happened and how that impacted things as a business. But it's just... Oh. Yeah, awful, awful. And I like I get that like especially well, LinkedIn is particularly bad for this. If you're pacing and you've got like a forecasting budget, it can be quite difficult because LinkedIn, for example, just will spend like nothing over the weekend and spend heaps and massive, yeah. On Monday. So like it's really important that you're checking these things all the time. But like I, it's not as simple as just switching something on and leaving it. You need to be checking it pretty regularly. Yeah, exactly. Over and underspends, like, they happen. Yeah. But they should be as minimal as you can get them, basically. Yeah, and averaging out to be okay in the long run. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But there are so many tools you can put in place <clears throat> to protect yourself against this. So uh, thinking of the things that we've done that have clearly helped because, you know, touch... Everything, uh, yeah. Everything. <laughs> Um, we're, we're good on that front, but, um, I think things like, um, just like the automated budget trackers that we run, which means everyone involved in an account can check the budgets daily. And if there's a small variance, we know about it straight away and we can manage it accordingly. Mm. Um, and that's really keeping an eye on things and just a process of checking. Um, I'd also though, so 
you can get caught out with automated budget trackers. They're amazing and we use them all yeah, the time. It's true. But you need to be checking that data across the platform as well. Yeah. So don't take it as gospel that you're spending X amount a day. Make sure that that is actually reflective in the platform. Yeah. Because you can have it that you have certain filters on and you can get caught out that way. Yeah. So yeah. check your data against actual input platform yeah. data. Always as well. go to the source of truth. Yeah. Always and sense check against that. I think team education as well. Like yeah. it's a massive part of our training is how to manage budgets and how to check against budget issues and mm -hmm. that type of thing. Um, obviously rules within the platform. Yeah. You know, clearly that's a that's a big thing. But if you get the right systems and processes and checks and education in place, it shouldn't be a problem. No, and I think one of the big things that we do at least in the in the meta platform as well as we go with daily budgets and we forecast that spend yeah. in those automated trackers the biggest issues i've seen that have happened in accounts that we've audited has been using um lifetime budgets uh, okay you leave a lot of room for error there people like um i know a few people not an overdrive, thankfully, but that have thought it was a lifetime budget and it's actually a daily budget and they've spent 35K in a day. Like that uh, kind of thing happens. So have yeah. a format that you use, whether you're always using lifetime or you're always using daily and stick to that because you just use, you, there's so much room for error. I'm a daily budget girl. I don't like lifetime. Yeah. Uh, they seem to work a bit better as well, actually, in Meta, I think. Well, Meta doesn't like being switched on and off. So if yep. you're saying, oh, you're going to spend 10K, it doesn't like when it gets switched off after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is true. Um, but yeah, to me, that's, it's just like, if you're talking about horrors. Yeah, yeah. Ha, ah. I think everybody's um, been there in some degree, but it's about managing yeah, the risk of it. Totally. As best you can. Yeah, and I, I won't mention, well, I mean, I won't mention the agency in that article, but I'm sure people can go and Google that if they want to. But <laughs> it's just, also don't publish it. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, so that's the first one. The second one, hacks. Oh not, not as in like growth hacking, but <laughs> as in like, oh my God, my account's been hacked and someone spent loads of my money. People tend to think that hacking happens to other people and not to them. It is a, yeah, never happened to me. Yeah, but it does. And like, you know, we, we have seen it happen when the proper security measures aren't in place in your account. It's, it's again, it's like budget tracking. It's things that you can check that don't take up much of your day, but damn, will they save you in the end. Yeah, and seemingly quite dull. It's quite dull, yeah. So, like, yeah, in, in most platforms now, you've got two-factor. So everybody should be using two-factor, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And on Meta, it's things like making sure that you only have trusted emails that can be added. So no dodgy Hotmail, uh, yeah. no dodgy Gmail, taking people off accounts when you stop working with them, whether that's agencies or people, like just mitigating the risk as much as you can yeah. to you being hacked because yeah. it does happen and it, it could happen to you. So do everything you can to stop that from happening. Good account hygiene. Yeah, and like yeah. you said, it's boring, it's admin, nobody loves it, but you you know you love a lot less? Having your account hacked. Yeah, there was an instance that we, uh, we were talking to someone, rec well, relatively recently it year. happened to, and it was a, it, was, it ended up being a big amount of spend, didn't it? And it was that, almost a million pounds. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that all came back to two-factor, didn't it? 
Mm. So it's like and trusted so email addresses. Important. Basically, yeah. somebody had been added, a designer had been added to the overall business manager. They had then got hacked through their personal Facebook and they had got in that way. And it was, I mean, it's just awful. awful. Really bad. We, yeah, know, managed to get all that spend back and yeah. this is amazing. But they also did it in a way that I've not seen before. So classic hacking is they get access to your ad account. They kick everybody out and they start spending within your own ad account. <sighs> so you'll see like weird ads for like odd things that you might buy on like Timu or whatever. Yeah. But this one, they um, did it in a very clever way in that they got access to the finance admin and they added lines of credit to outside ad accounts that you didn't have, you couldn't see. So it's not like you suddenly start getting loads of, tra- in that case anyway, it's not like there were suddenly loads of transactions on a credit card and then go, oh, hang on a minute, something weird going on. No, it was it was outside lines of credit that they were racking up and it was like worldwide everywhere for a variety of different things. And that's why it got, it got so high so quick. Yeah, so... It's terrifying, isn't it? And so that's really all about a good account hygiene, two-factor, um, approved email addresses. Take anyone off who doesn't need to be on there, mm. that type of thing. When you're offboarding somebody who's stopped working with you, a part of that process should be taking them off all your accounts. Yeah. I do find it amazing sometimes. Like if we, I don't know, if we're pitching for someone or we do a project or um, if a client moves on, how long sometimes we can be left on... I think a page or an ad account. Recently, we got removed from one, and I think it was three years ago. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, I've been removed from oh, that then. account now. <laughs> like, no, that's not great. We shouldn't have still been on that. No, no, no. We do always, like, do our best to, like, remind people, hey, look, thanks very much. Just as a matter of hygiene, tidy this up. But, yeah, scary stuff, isn't it? Mm. What's the next one? I don't know how – actually, I know what the next one is. I just <laughs> don't know how to introduce it. Um, um, the creative one. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, I mean, this is a true horror story, really. Don't, I mean, the, the yeah. base, the base of it just is. Just say it and then we'll work out. <laughs> don't run ads with, with people. people that have recently died in them. No yeah. matter how good your conversion rate is, it's not okay. Don't do it. So it's not something we should have to say, but we do because it's happened. Yeah. We've seen it. Yeah. 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 Which is just... <laughs> Mind blowing. So the the example <laughs> the, the example here was a was a client quite a while ago, and they were running ads with celeb like a celebrity slash national treasure on the creator endorsing their brand endorsing their brand. There was a, you know collaboration, all that type of stuff, which was great. Um, the campaign was performing really well. That ad was performing really well. Like it's the best CPA that had. It was just you know. It was great. And then we wake up, read the news, and... She'd passed away. Very sadly. Yeah. Passed away. You're like, okay, right, first thing, pause the ads, email the client. Look, guys, look, we've got to just get this off. You know, I'm sure you've seen the news. Very sad. Pause the ad. Let's catch up this morning, work out. Plan of attack. Plan, plan B. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 keep it on. It's the best CPA we've had. <laughs> Like, no, 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 you can't, you just can't, no. you, you're like the comments, the brand reputation and everything else. They, they did turn it off and it was all good in the end, but yeah, that was a bit of a, I can't believe that. Yeah. I can't believe that. I've got a rogue other horror story to do with creative actually. Go on. Um, 
we worked with a brand, this was actually when I first started, and they sent through a big campaign to do with breast cancer awareness. Mm. And I was like, oh, you know, cool, that's amazing, really cool thing to be doing. Um, you know, just before we go live with it, we need to, like, I need to understand, like, what proportion of the revenue is going to go to breast cancer awareness and, like, what are you doing? No, nothing's going to No donations. It. No donations, nothing. I said, mm. You know, like that's not going to come across very well to your like people are going to comment, especially when you're advertising on Facebook. People will comment and ask, right? Yeah. Um, and they said, "No, you know, well, we've got we've we've put these pieces together, and we really want to push it." Um, and I said, "Okay, well, I've given you know, in the end, it is the client's decision if they want to do yeah. something like that." Um, and they went ahead with it and sure enough. got absolutely ripped apart. It absolutely is, yeah. and and to be honest fair, fairly yeah fairly so yeah the there is a i think a good sense check of what the comments going to be like on this mm. it's like actually quite a good way of thinking about it. it's not that comments should be the be all and end all of of a bit of ad creative but it does does pay sometimes to think forwards doesn't it yeah and that create and also when you're doing things there is a i think a relative importance in being genuine a hundred percent. I think I think people sometimes think that, especially on paid social, they don't think about that. That's just numbers, right? Impressions is just numbers, but it's not. Yeah. It is actual human beings seeing your brand. Yeah. So how do you want to be perceived? Do you want to be perceived yeah. as somebody that's continuing to push an ad with somebody that's recently passed away, or somebody you know, or a campaign? promoting breast cancer awareness but you're not actually donating any yeah. money like you need to consider those impressions as people yeah and if you were having a, a billboard yes, somewhere yeah. would you would you do that probably not no and this is a billboard in people's homes that they can comment on and other people can see yeah yeah so it's, you have to you have to be considerate yeah. of what you're putting out there yeah definitely definitely next one is uh running a campaign having a big problem with the website blaming the ads Mm-hmm. To me, this is as bad as being hacked for a bunch of money um, or overspent because it's it's wasted spend. Yeah, in it's the end. so bad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Also, you can cause so much stress amongst people by blaming the wrong thing. Yeah, and there's a particular example that um, plays. <laughs> plays strong in my mind of uh, someone I did some work with a very 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 long time ago and come into the morning to like a barrage of emails and whatsapps and everything else pure panic yeah you guys are the experts you know you guys know what you're doing you should know what you're doing Uh, why have we had no conversions overnight we're paying you money sort it out so easy to blame an external agency You're though. Like, so easy. Okay, what's going on? Go and look at the webs. Oh no, the sign up form's broken. Because you made development changes and didn't talk to us about it and didn't, didn't and it wasn't and checked. Didn't QA it properly. Yeah. And you're like and by that point, there'd been a whole morning of um everyone on the performance marketing team, uh all their partners, everyone just getting like stress thrown at them. When actually, like, there was a fix that just need there was something that just needed fixing, rolling out really quickly. Oh, okay, great, it's converting again. Yeah, but Dan picked that up right away, right? He was like, "Oh, it's just the form." He did because you just 
logically yeah. Q&A something can you go, okay, yeah, it's not working. Yeah, yeah. Look, step back, breathe, go mm-hmm. and look at the situation, try and find the root cause of the problem. Um, and it's, you know, there's so many other things that can break, you know, and it, I think it's always about if something's, if something's gone wrong, what you need to do is step back calmly and look at look at everything. Go right. Well, now the ads are still running, mm-hmm. and nothing major's changed. Um, we're still kind of pacing at the same rate. So, what's the effect it's running? Yeah. Uh, okay, website's live. That's good. Um, right. I'll go and just try and buy a product, or I'll go and try and register for this thing, or I'll try and do this thing. Um, and just work through it. Oh, you find the problem quite quickly when mm-hmm. you're approaching things logically like that. And um, yeah, it's, you know, if you're paying money to acquire traffic, make sure the thing you're acquiring traffic for is working. Absolutely. It's like Absolutely. A, a very big thing. So in summary, yeah, uh, make sure your website works. I mean, it's a big one. It's a big one. Uh, try not to overspend. <laughs> Because it's terrifying. Have your catches some... in place to make sure that it doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, be genuine with your creative. Uh, and don't run ads with dead people on them. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.